We had a lot of people request us do it though. So yeah, we did. it was more than one person. And is, let's is, just be hundred percent clear. It is the perfection. Yeah. Not perfectionist. Right. Which is a very different movie. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror notebook to corrupt one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices, spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on some dodgy foxy fellows, and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the the final final girl. girl. Hi guys. (laughs) Hey. Welcome to Horror Horror Movie Survival Survival Guide. Guide. I'm Terry. I'm Julia. And this week we are talking about 2019's The The Perfection. Perfection. Currently on Netflix. Yeah. And this is our most recent current thing we've ever done. How exciting. Like the newest, newest thing. Newest, newest. The new, new. Um, The tagline for this movie, Mm -hmm. it's time to face the music. Ooh, not a great tagline. Terrible. That could be the tagline for any movie. Like... Like, I feel like it is. It feels I know. like you can't stop the music. And that's the thing. Time like, to face the music. This movie's <laughs> so fucking clever. Yeah. I expected to have a, like, a snap, like, a like the ritual line. style yeah. time. I was like, ooh, damn. When you watch it afterwards, you know. Nah. But, well, what nah, do you do? I think but, our, our title's better. But the, everything else about this movie is great. The tagline. Eh. Yeah. Uh, this movie is directed by Richard Shepard. Yes. He wrote and directed, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote it with some other people as well. Okay. It wasn't just him yeah. himself. Um, but stars Allison Williams. Who we adore. From, I adore, especially from Get Out. That's a big reason why I wanted to do this movie, too. Okay. She's good at being creepy, creepy. I haven't seen Girls. Have you watched Girls? I've watched a little bit of Girls. I was not a big Girls fan. Okay. I've watched some later on. Um, I've never there. seen an episode, so I literally oh, only know her from Get Out. Oh, no. Oh, oh. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> like I know what her deal is in girls. Like I right. can get it, but like I, oh, no. I don't okay. know her she's, as creepy girl. Yeah, she's different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she also was Peter Pan oh. in the um the TV like live act version of Peter Pan that was kind of much maligned. It was with um uh Walken as uh Captain Hook, and he was like, Hey kids, lost boys, that's my terrible Walken. Wow. It was amazing. No. I was mesmerized by it. I watched it with the two-year-old mm-hmm. at the time, like, and we hung out and he, like, was just, like, was really into it and was mesmerized <laughs> by her. So she played Peter Pan. Okay. So I've literally seen her do, like, you know, the girls thing where she, you know, like, millennial, like, badassness and then seeing her in Get Out as a creepy lady and then it's Peter Pan and now here. Okay. So she's kind of all over. She is. In a I've good way. Also heard her on a really great podcast called Awards Chatter that did a really great interview with her and talking kind of about her process and what she does. She's a real actress actor. I know she's also, you know, the daughter of celebrity, you know, journalist right. Brian Williams and all, but she really wanted to make sure that she was good on her own and like really has honed her craft. And you can tell. And this is the first time I've ever seen Logan Browning, who who is wonderful. And right. she's the star of Dear White People also on Netflix, which is a show I really adore. I saw the movie um, through like a Sundance thing a few years back. And the, the film I thought was wonderful and Q&A with the, that director and stuff. But to see what they've done with the show, which is, I think, even better than the movie, because they're actually able to get into all the different characters that are in the film. And her arc is like to die for and she's wild and so to see her do this too I was like I knew it was going to be good because they're both I think really interesting fun Mm -hmm. young actresses and I'm really excited for them yeah and it was recommended to us by several people so Mm -hmm. we were like okay well the the people have spoken let us talk about this film right opening on 
Dead mom. Oh my God. Okay. So last week we had an opening scene that started with like someone in bed in a crucifix. And I was like, oh no. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we're dealing with sister, sister. But this is way more intense because we've got dead mom yeah. just eyes open, mouth yeah. dry. Yeah. It's, a, it's you, well, it's the kind of movie where like, you know, if a movie opens on something like this, then you're like, okay, well, you started off intense. It's going to ramp up. Sets the tone. Uh-huh. It definitely does. And mm-hmm. we have, you know, a little girl in the move, like, we're watching her mom. Pretty intense. Very intense. And so she's sitting there in the room, and you realize that she, and through this, like, really great, I think, opening exposition scene, I was like, good job in exposition, because they really give you this stuff without, like, a weird monologue or something like that. You realize that it's been a decade since that young um, uh, Charlotte... Also a Charlotte. We had a Charlotte last week, too. Yeah. I'm realizing that's two yeah. weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Right? Sorry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sorry, kids. We did. First sister, sister. But yes, yeah. you're right. But Charlotte, Charlotte. Um, is, um, she's having... Different kind of Charlotte. Well, similar kind of Charlotte. Also kind of broken woman as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got some broken Charlies around here. We do. All right. So Charlotte Wilmore, we find out, um, was a virtuoso and genius. And she took off from school to take care of her sick mom. At least that's what we know from right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we, had, we started at number one. Yep. Mission. Let's go. She's on a mission. On a mission to Shanghai. To reclaim her old life, it looks like. She's like, okay, my mom's dead. I did what I came home to do. I'm going to go back and take my place and play music again. And sees these giant billboard of her rival uh, enemy, nemesis, uh, Elizabeth Wells, who is the superstar that she should have been. And Mm -hmm. they both kind of know it. So there's a bit of a tension going in. What is their, it seems like they should hate each other. Will they hate each other? Yeah, it's interesting because you're like, okay, they they kind of say, yeah, they had the same spot basically at the same school. At the back off school of music mm-hmm. where we have Anton, who is the headmaster and played gi- by Steven Weber, who Oof. gives a big, a big old speech in this giant opera house where he's, it kind of gives you the story of yeah. who these people are and how they cross paths. Mm-hmm. And now uh, we'll be here for the first time together. How exciting. How exciting to have two of his favorite prized perfect. He says that a lot. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of perfection talk happening already. You're like, ooh, this is something he's very into, this taskmaster of a a teacher. Um, He expects excellence and perfection from his students. And this is all showcased right now as they're in Shanghai looking for the next great talent. So they've been on a talent search Mm -hmm. for who's going to take the next spot in the school. So kind of like Lizzie, Elizabeth's character, I might feel, I think, this is someone where she might feel threatened because they're putting someone in basically in her place where she started back in the day. And so there's these three girls that are competing that they've found from around the countryside and and whatnot. And um, they're going to play against each other. But they already know who's going to win. Because it's obvious. Yeah. Like that you see it when they're and she even points and and Lizzie's character right away is like, yeah, you can honestly tell. But it's not about who should win. Mm-hmm. The girl the girl who should win is not going to win. The no. girl who will win is winning for political reasons, of course. Of course. And then you see extent of the jockeying with the parents and like you see that some of the parents um, from two different like of the kids are actually mm-hmm. like having an affair. Like they're very kind of blatant about it. And there's a lot of sexy little moment right there. Yeah, because the first time that they, that I mean, they don't know each other at all. And already Lizzie kind of starts out with and she talks about this affair. She's noticed she's very observant. She's I mean, they're it whispering out. Kind of hilarious show. and kind of hot. I know I shouldn't spy, but it gets me wet. And you're like, well, 
That's uh, during a cello concert, really. A kid kid cello concert. I know, it's like, really weird. What could be sexier than a kid cello concert? That was one of my favorite moments because it was so awkward. It was great. It kind of reminded me of there's an episode of Party of Five, real random back in the day, <laughs> where a couple of the characters would go to chamber music concerts and just make out. And like that was like their thing that got them off. And I was like, no one goes to no. chamber concerts to like sit and make out. And no. it makes all the old people there really uncomfortable. But that's what just I imagine. Just go to the movies, man, like anybody else. Like not a well-lit <laughs> know chamber concert but anywho but um they you know have a conversation about the school that they're at uh, mm-hmm. this they but and uh, charlotte asks lizzie if she would ever leave if she would ever consider leaving yeah. and she says no, no never ever i would never leave this place and she's like and charlotte knows like girl a you need to probably leave i think you can see that in her face and b she's like you're literally here picking your replacement i think she's needs her to open her eyes to that but She's not, but they have this crazy, beautiful flirtation and they're talking on this terrace. And, you know, um, at one point you notice though, that, um, that Charlotte has these wrist scars. Oh, big, big ones, big, like big scars. And they've already done some kind of crazy flashback jump cuts to some electroshock therapy, perhaps. So they're letting you know real early Shaved on head. Yeah. She's had some issues back to some, yeah, some broken, broken ladies, broken, broken woman, <laughs> broken Charlotte. <laughs> uh, but uh, Lizzie asks if uh, Charlotte would go dancing with her, which she does. And then they go back to bed and have some hot sex, hot lesbian and, sex. And we find out that in the morning when they wake up, that it was Charlotte's first time with anyone. Because, like, Lizzie's like, have you ever been with a girl before? And she's like, uh, I haven't been with anybody, so this was great. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is a perfect line. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, technically, you're the best. Uh, but Lizzie doesn't feel so good because uh, they've been drinking a bunch last night. And so they have, she gets some ibuprofen. Yeah, she, yeah, so Charlotte, Charlotte offers her some ibuprofen, and I was like... And a little hair of the dog. Yeah, a little hair of the dog, but it came from, like, a prescription bottle, and I was like, why is it coming from a prescription bottle? Either she got some real strong right. ibuprofen, which is possible, or she got something else in there, and I was very suspect from that bottle. But Lizzie is not feeling well and a little mm-hmm. nervous about it because uh, the evening before in the opera house, uh, there was a gentleman who started to kind of convulse, and he had a nosebleed, and he And he yellow-puked. Yeah. It was like neon-looking puke. Uh-huh. It was gross. And we and find out there's a plague. There's like a... Uh, who, who like an Ebola style. Fever, yes, thing that's going around, and boy, we hope that they don't get it. Which is just tossed in... Quite casually, you're like, oh, oh, that's not going to be a problem at all or anything. Lies. And then she had just gone to Hunan. She's like, I just went to Hunan. I hope I'm fine. Uh, Uh. So they go to get some like terrible Chinese food for breakfast, which is not looking appetizing at all. And they have this awkward moment where like Lizzie's going on this vacation. She's like, but it's real rough and tumble. It's in the middle. I want to go. Because she wants to not be be in the first class. She's been coddled in this place. Like she's been basically very protected and she wants to set herself free in a way. So she's got a two weeks vacation. She hasn't had a vacation in like years. It sounds and she's like probably not been away from their eyes forever from, from the school. And so this is her chance since now there's a new student coming in. Like she's got an opportunity here after this big concert and everything. So she, you know, she's bringing Charlotte along. She's like, come on. And they're like, all right, let's so do this. Like the moment we're like, okay, we can, we can back out now. We can know, let's do it. Let's get on mm-hmm. this bus. Even though Lizzie's not feeling and it looks like one of those good buses, but you read about in like magazines. I don't know, like, I don't know, scary novels and whatnot too. Yeah. Not a comfortable looking bus. And, uh, and Charlotte cannot speak any Chinese at all. So she, there's that. So like, okay, well, they're going to go out there and have an adventure and see what happens. Right. But that's like the last place you want to be when you're feeling sick. I cannot. It's on a bumpy back of old country, old, like rickety bus. Nope. 
Mm-mm. along the like countryside. Nope. But here we are. Here we are. This is like the beginning of like the fear kind of setting in because I think that's a very great way to get everybody on board is like this very human feeling of like, you know what it feels like to be sick where it's somewhere you don't want to be sick. And like already that's kind of a fear and you're in your country and you can't speak the language and like yep. all of that is already yep. kind of like unsettling. It's all, it is, it is terrible. I've been deathly sick on the middle of like backpacking through Europe by myself, like in a country I didn't speak the language of and I had to like just figure it out. And I was yeah. literally had like pneumonia or something. It was really bad. Oh no. It's gross. And so <laughs> it's awful and it's really scary. So I was like, Yes, can relate on this crazy detour that yes, they're on. Yes, number two is detour. Mm-hmm. And um, Lizzie feels so bad she has to make them stop the bus so she can get off and does all sorts of horrible puking and whatnot off the bus. And is just now the passengers are starting to freak out they because they can tell she's sick. Yeah, and so they hand her one of those masks that, you know, like everyone has around in Asia. And like yeah. she's like, ah, she doesn't want to put it on because she can't breathe and she's feeling hot and she's uncomfortable. She says her brain's on fire. fire. She doesn't know what's happening to her and it's starting to get kind of like like in and out of consciousness. She thinks that she's seeing bugs and things like mm-hmm. around her and in her. Yeah. She pukes up uh, uh, yellow stuff against the window. And then Charlotte screams, if there's the fucking bugs in there. And then there's like, you see, and there are mm-hmm. maggots in her puke, which is like, ah, uh. yeah. So like Julia's for, favorite bugs. It, it, <laughs> I never really conceived of bugs and puke before. This is pretty, pretty, pretty it's gnarly. Gross. And I, you know, I have no concept of what this film is, right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm like, is this what this movie is? Is yeah. this movie about crazy plague that they're going to be like now on the run in the right. middle of China right. from plague? Like, that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I wondered too. But no. No. Uh, so the passengers end up kicking them off the bus because she's freaking out and puking everywhere and like they don't know what else to do. And they also don't want to deal with that. I mean, like they have like probably like 10 hours or something stupid of a bus ride. Do you know what I mean? Though it's like one of those long ass day day rides. And so they're like, nope, you guys are got to get off. We can't have you on the bus. People are worried they're going to get sick from whatever you got. And also you're going crazy because she's literally like banging her head. Yeah. against like almost cracking her skull it sounds yeah. like and breaking the window with her head because it hurts so it hurts bad so badly just trying to do anything to dull the pain so they're off left on the side of the road um and then she starts saying like there's something inside of her she can feel the bugs crawling inside of her and then she looks down and she starts seeing the bugs crawling inside of her mm-hmm. looks Come- like her skin's like moving underneath her skin and it's so gross and of course charlotte's like what is that like she can see it mm-hmm. as well and like mm-hmm. when and so pulls out a giant butcher knife it's like, hey, hey, you know, know what, what you got to do. do. Well, you got bugs crawling out of your hand. You better cut that off. And she does. She cuts off her own freaking hand. And I was the, like, what? And then we were like, rewind, 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 rewind. That's how it goes. Just like that. And so I wrote it real big. Rewind. Um, I love when movies ho- rewind. I love that too. We realize at the moment too that we've had a close up on these little tattoos as well too. That'll come back little later. Note tattoos. Little they note have tattoos identical note, note tattoos. tattoos. Um, so we rewind to uh, Charlotte drugging her mm-hmm. with a prescription. Uh, we don't. I don't think we see what the actual thing is, but it's something that for, for her mother uh, that causes side effects are itching, nausea, hallucinations, and alcohol increases the effects. Right. So she gave her the hair of the dog and these pills. So she induced this hallucination. Pretty in Lizzie. Severe. Very severely. I can't. 
I can imagine doing that and just watching them and like like how far you have to go with this well, plan. Yeah, well, she so you see that everything that she she saw, like you see when they're at that Chinese place where she saw the meat cleaver on the side of the and wall. She's like, oh, well, need that. Put it in her Gonna backpack. Need to be looking up a tourniquet for later, so uh, look that up. So she had that looked up on her phone while she was playing peekaboo on the bus with this cute little girl. <laughs> I was like, oh, and you're planning tourniquets while you're playing peekaboo. Oh, this is so good. Yeah, and there's no <laughs> bugs anywhere in her or on her, and she's no, just yeah, planted you- it. Yeah, they show you all the shots again where they where they looked like there were bugs. There's no bugs. Oh. It's all in Lizzie's hallucinations. Uh, um, so then we have three weeks later. Yeah, we go to Boston where we're, we're back home. Three home where we have back to the where we have the new student Zhang Li. She is new. Uh, they're showing her the chapel. Yep, and we meet Paloma there as well. There, oh, that's she's so Anton's um, assistant and like co-teacher basically, and she is beautiful mm-hmm. and just like she, they're. Basically kind of like whining and dining, so to speak, meeting the um, new student's mom and just being like, okay, we're going to take great care of her like she's our own daughter. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know if this place is good or bad now. But the chapel is so beautiful and they're like luring her like this. I got the perfect acoustics. Acoustically perfect room. Yeah. Yep. That would be hard to design. I'm sure you'd have to find like a very specific architect who would, or who like would specialize the, in that. the right wood and everything too. Imagine mm-hmm. it's like, cause like, um, like at the Sydney opera house, they have a separate, like their main opera house, but there's like other chambers and rooms there that are all like, oh. to be. so yeah. So then we see a little tearful goodbye from Zhang Li's mom and she goes off and leaves her daughter there. And then in the middle of the night we get a doorbell ring mm-hmm. and it's Lizzie showing mm-hmm. up with no hand with a stump. And Anton's is freaking out. What happened to your hand? And she's like, well, Charlotte did this because she's a jealous fucking bitch. <laughs> and I was like, damn. So, yeah, we get this real creepy house vibe, though, too. Because when they do the, the shot of that house at night, though, too, compared to how it looks during the day, it mm-hmm. looks very sinister all of a sudden. And I was like, oh, no. And then they basically, uh, you know, tell her that this is not a convalescent home. This is a music conservatory as much as we'd like to help you out, lady. Yeah. We're sorry. We can't stay here. And she's like, music is my life. This is all I have. She took everything from me because she wanted my life. And now I, neither of us get it. There's nothing. Yeah. Uh, but they're kind of not very sympathetic. They said they'll pay for her, you know, wherever she goes, they'll pay her they'll rent. Get an apartment. But, but if she can't ever play again, like, what is she going to do? What is she worth to them? It's not even, she can't even, like, as a real job now, what even would you do? Yeah, she offers to teach, but they're like, you know what our teaching methods are like? You can't teach here. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. So, so, so it's interesting because now, you know, you have this movie where I thought it was going in this, this plague direction, which I was kind of excited about. Right. Now we switch not going that direction. Now we switch to this other direction where now it's like a home invasion movie where you have Lizzie breaking in to attack Charlotte. And you're like, oh, she goes okay. to Minneapolis and hunts her down. She's like, all right, you took my life. Mm-hmm. Coming mm-hmm. for you. Tases her, kicks yep. her so fucking hard. And you're like, yeah, you would pretty much want to do that and then puts her like boot like on her face and like boot stomp basically mm-hmm. her and she's like this is where you're already starting to get a little bit thrown but like what is this film like it's going in so many crazy directions i can't i can't just you're see where it's gonna go totally unsettled it keeps changing and yeah. i kind of like adored that too because i was I like too. wait even yeah even my niece was one of the people who saw this but had she's like auntie the movie goes to where you don't think it's gonna go and i was yeah. like okay i can't wait <laughs> so <laughs> i was like she wasn't wrong like during this moment i was like she's this is crazy yeah this starting to get crazy insane. where is it gonna go lizzie comes back and is like hey i have something you want is i have the bitch in the trunk of my car 
Yeah, she shows up back at back offs and like, what was it? It's in, in Massachusetts. She's gone from Minneapolis to Massachusetts mm-hmm. back again. I mean, they've gone around the world for this. This is crazy. So then now Anton and Charlotte have this long conversation where they've kind of never spoken adult to adult kind of no. honest to honest or so they seem. And mm-hmm. what, 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 what's going to be happening and to she, everybody. Yeah. And she's like, well, you know, I saw that she has the same tattoo as me. What'd she have to do to get that tattoo? She knows what she has to get. And to. She knows. That's when we're, I'm like, oh no, what did they have to do to get the tattoo? And, and that's she, unsettling. And uh, Charlotte admits that she's been in and out of mental institutions mm-hmm. because of what happened and that she's had, uh, she, but she saw the light. And when, when, when she says it, it sounds real pleasant, but then you flash to her getting electroshock therapy. That's what mm-hmm. she really means. And now she's uh, come back to help save her from you. Let's get some flashback going on uh, to Charlotte as a young Young lady. Young Charlotte, yeah. And she's in the room. In the chapel. The perfect, acoustically perfect chapel of a room. And you realize that's the room where no mistakes are allowed. None. When they talk about perfection, they mean absolute, like, that note was flat. That's wrong. You made a mistake. And then all of a sudden, it's like, break down, tears time. And oh, no. Then so we, mm-hmm. if you fail, you have to pay the price, which is yep. the title of this episode. Pay the price. Uh, you so, cannot so get close te- to God if you fail is also what he says, too. Uh, so the teachers start kind of coming coming for her, start tying her down. You're like, yep. oh, this is going to go real bad, real they, south, real quick. Basically, like, quarter her. Like, they tie her up like she's like Jesus on the cross is what I had. Like, you know, the arms up and stuff like that. And there's, like, a chair that, like, knocks her back. And you're like, oh, shit. And Thies and Jeffrey are the two other teachers. And I was like, oh, no. And they haven't said really anything. Other than just look menacing. Yeah. And they look kind of normal when you first met them. I'm like, oh, they look like none like normal old, teachers. And old music professors. But now suddenly look quite sinister. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we uh, cut to modern day mm-hmm. uh, where we fade to red, which I quite liked. Yeah. Uh, where we have Charlotte in a gorgeous red gown. Gorgeous red gown. She looks stunning. Shackled where her feet are shackled to the ground, but in the open position so she can play cello between them and you also can't see the shackles because her dress is so long so in the front she looks like a perfectly beautiful cellist about to do a lovely concert but from behind you know that she's manacled to that chair and has to play and not just any type of playing she has to play perfectly not miss any notes and then at this point they bring in Zheng Li, the little chinese girl so they say okay well whatever if you mess up it doesn't happen to you it happens to her and like you get to watch. And she's like, no, 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 You can do whatever you want to me. on me. Like do not do anything to her. This is my thing. If I make mistakes like that, you cannot take it out on this child. So. But she said, they said, if you, if you achieve perfection, you can go. If you achieve the perfection, you can go. So she plays and they all clap. Actually, not all of them, just the little girl claps and goes, oh, that was wonderful. And they say, okay, now you can go to bed. And she looks like she has a mild sense of relief, but she knows she didn't do it perfectly. The little girl goes to bed and they say, she's not ready yet. She hasn't had, had her gotten her, even gotten her tattoo yet. Of course we wouldn't take it out on her. You believed that? We're taking it out on you. Of course. And so they send, now that the little girl's upstairs, they proceed to yank her arms up and they throw the chair back as they do. And you realize she's been tied and quartered basically the whole time. And Thies and Jeffrey start coming towards her. And also Lizzie brings her stump along. Oh my Holy goodness. goodness. So <laughs> I put stump fucked is why. Yeah. I was like, ho, ho. This is not fisting. This is stumping. Like, yeah. Holy shit balls. Yeah. She says she uh, won't hurt as much as cutting your hand off, but I'll make it come close. 
Hope your cunt can handle it. You're like, whoo wow, this movie, not where, where now I was expecting that. There were some quotes and I was like, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? And all of a sudden, as she's got her stump there, though, all of a sudden you see Jeffrey and Thies kind of keel over, glug, 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 and keel over and die. And I'm like, oh. Were they poisoning? We realized we, like, I was like, Lizzie made them drinks. Uh Uh-huh. And then they kiss. And then we get another rewind. Rewind, rewind, rewind. They work together. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point on my notes. Um, Yeah, they did. Yeah. Because they they cut back to when they had the home invasion, when they, like, Charlotte broke it down. I was like, hey, I needed to make a decision and do something for you where he would never need you again. And, like, what could I do that he would never need you again? And this is... She's like, I saw you were too far deep. You you said you would never leave. So I said, okay. And they said he tortured us in the name of higher education and and raped them. And so, like, yeah. they need to get their revenge together and, like, yeah. work together to do it. And yep. they've, this is the plan they have Plan to stop all the abuse that had gone on. Um, so then we have uh, chapter four, duet, mm-hmm. uh, where we have Paloma, who comes in kind of drugged and crazy. Like, she's, she's like, Anton? Because Anton's gone in the other room because he's letting Thies and Jeffrey do their thing. Yeah. Along with Lizzie. Stop, get then. me. Come get me when she stops biting. Right. Mm. so Paloma comes in and he's like oh are you ready already kind of and she doesn't can't say very much and she's yep just falls over Mm -hmm. Uh, and there's just kind of like and it starts like the camera work starts to get kind of crazy near the end and it's in this beautiful room and she's in this beautiful dress but it's all going so So incredibly ugly well this is the part too when when Paloma falls over though too the girls come in and they'd say hey Anton he's like what what are you both doing in here because now she's already released um, Charlotte and they're like oh we stabbed her she's so drugged she didn't even notice and so you realize Paloma's dead and then Anton realizes, oh shit, they're co- really coming for me now. Yeah, and these and Jeffy are like laying down on the floor as well. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? So now we get the big knife fight, and yeah. this is where we get all the all the mayhem and the angles and stuff. And you're like, whoa! Charlotte pulls off her wig. You realize her hair wasn't long like it had been in the whole movie. Yeah. She hadn't been out of that place for much, very long. No. Out of where she was getting electric shock, so that was not long ago. We realize mm-hmm. now, um, and so we see like. These are some of the cuts of like Charlotte running free from the place, like as a young person. Yes. And you see, maybe that was like, maybe that's what happened. Did she run away? I was wondering, I had questions about this part too. Mm-hmm. Um, and they end up, you should get stabbed in the arm and they end up beating him with a fire poker. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, that was pretty brutal. Let's cut to something even, even more, more brutal. brutal. <laughs> How about quadruple amputee? How about. St- being forced to watch them play the cello together. But not just quadruple amputee. His eyes have been gouged out. So his eyes are, are shut. His like mouth looks crazy too. He literally only can hear. And that's all he has left. Like he has no arms, no legs. And you can see like how they've like, it looks like they cauterized it or something like mm-hmm. really badly. They have him like on an IV basically. But they come out to... Um, Charlotte's wearing black and Lizzie's wearing white, which is interesting because they're, you know, opposite colors of themselves. They've got like a yin yang thing happening now. Mm -hmm. And we realized during that fight that one of the arm that um, got mangled was um, basically the opposite arm that um, Lizzie has. So Charlotte and Lizzie now each have one working arm, basically. So they come together as one to play the final duet cello together. Wow. Wow. What a, what a, what a crazy film. I wrote the ending. What? Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, if you're going to go for a last scare, that's the way to do it. Wow, that, that was, was crazy. Did it need to go that far? I don't know. But I know I'm glad that it kept me guessing the whole time, even to the last very last frame. So well done on that one. Definitely watched the ending a few times, actually. I had to rewind. I was like, holy crap. I'm still not clear exactly, like everything because like the the timelines and stuff like that too of like young charlotte and then also why are they playing for him now why are they making him listen are they playing badly like what are they what does it sound like to him mm. i wonder i don't know well i thank you everyone for recommending this film to us because i really enjoyed it yeah. what a cool movie and so different and really kept you guessing the whole time i loved it um let's get into some gore factor then for this sucker yeah please Oh my gosh. So, um, gore factor one, not enough blood to fill the Dixie cup Two, a puddle of blood, three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer Four, a bathtub of blood five run for the barf bag. We gave this film a for sure five. Yep. Um, if you're going to cut off your own damn hand, I think that's, that's part of it. You got a poker and, and, um, stumping is involved. Stumping <laughs> when stumping is involved. It's not gore, but hmm. it's pretty intense. Yeah. Pretty intense. Uh, movie rating zero to five chainsaws. Mm-hmm. One, if you're desperate to bear the qualifies as a horror film, three seen worse, seen better Four, not too shabby and five fantastical. Uh, I gave the perfection a five. Nice. I, uh, I really thought it was inventive and different and cool and it kept, like I'd seen a lot of horror movies and I didn't know it was going to happen. So that's pretty impressive and well done to the acting and the directing. Like, well done. Very good work. Very good work. I think everyone did such a good job and it was creepy as hell. I gave it a 4.5. Okay. Um, I think it was wonderful. And like, I still was just like, well, I had so many questions at the end. So I don't know if that's good or bad. That's I think how I just got left. I'm still unclear of like, I don't know. I guess I need to see the perfection too. Now is maybe what's happening. No. What do they do? What does, what happens next? What happens now? Electric boogaloo. Yeah. Is that <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? If it like rap starts to be involved in like breakdancing, I'd oh be Oh my God. It. You know what? I would hundred percent watch that. Yeah, me too. You know that. Uh-huh. Electric boogaloo is still one of my favorite films of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm doing like. <laughs> all the dances. Doing some moves right now, you guys. I can't stop myself. I can't stop. No step. Um, cool. Can't stop myself. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and I'll rec- so many people recommending this one. We really enjoyed it. And please. Please send us, if there's any movies that you would like to see us cover that we've not already covered, please send us your recommendations. We will always take them. Yeah. Um, and please look us up on all of our things. All the internets, the Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebook, um, the Patreon.com yeah. slash Horror Movie Survival Guide. Um, we love um, hearing from you guys there. Um, content comes out every month for our uh, Patreon folks. We love you guys and thank you, everyone. Thank you. And so this movie was the last in Terry's round of movies that she chose. So now we start a round of Julia choices. Uh, so my first choice is 2014's The Quiet Ones, starring Sam Claflin. Mm-hmm. He's very, very tasty. I'm he very excited. He's in The Hunger Games. And so I was like, Julia, you had me at Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> but he's also an incredible actor. So we will be seeing him next week. And this is one of the newer Hammer Horror films. So uh, kind of old school, new school mashup. We love it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it next week, yo. Let's do it next week. All right. Quiet ones. Quiet ones. Here we come. All right.